0: Hello, and welcome back to the Choral Yoga Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the choral athlete and how quarantine might be affecting them, the importance of teaching accurate anatomy, and the value of choir as we all move forward together. I'm glad you're here. Happy listening. Hello! I have been very bad at keeping up with this podcast as I know all of us are experiencing uh the last few months have been different and a lot has been happening and that's my dog penny we're outside because it's finally not 70 million degrees and it feels good so that's what we're doing um it's just been really hard for me to like use words and recording a podcast hasn't just not felt like something that needed to happen in my schedule as of late, but I'm very glad to, (laughs) to, um, (laughs) hopefully get back in a routine of recording these, because I do enjoy it, oh my gosh, if she's annoying, let me know, and I will never record with her nearby again, um, she's a rescue, she does this a lot, this is who she is, anyway, um so choral athletes we know that we are choral athletes hopefully we know that we are choral athletes singing requires uh the full body and uh requires breath work and all of these other things that really group us in with an athletic experience when i was in college i went to wingate university which is well known for their athletics and um most people there are some form of athlete or they're a music major or they're doing pharmacy there's really not much else and so, uh, my freshman year, I lived on a hall with like three or four, maybe more, uh, basketball players. And I started hearing them use the term NARP, which means non-athletic regular person. And I was kind of offended because I'd played basketball my whole life. College being a music major was the first time where I couldn't play basketball. And I was like, no, but I'm not an ARP. Don't call me that. Um, And they were like, yeah, y'all are NARPs, but whatever. But then they started to notice our schedule and how frequently we we had to be in rehearsals. And we started describing, like, they were like, what happens in your rehearsals? So we would tell them. And uh, Kenny, Dr. Potter, did make us run frequently. Like, we would run laps during and before rehearsal, which I love. Now that I understand why he made us do that, that was awesome Uh, when we performed at regional ACDA in Chattanooga, we all ran a mile or something uh before our performance and I loved that and it was awesome and it was genius of him. And so they stopped calling us NARPs. They were like, yeah, music majors are not NARPs. Like y'all work harder than us half the time. We were like dang straight, dude. Um so we are not NARPs. Our singers are not NARPs. They are athletes and we need to make sure that they are treating their body as such. I think We talk a lot about, like, diet, and I don't like the word diet, but not, like, diet as the food you're controlling, but diet is the food that you choose to eat because it makes you feel good. Um, And we talk about, like, avoiding acidic foods. I remember my freshman year I was told, like, don't eat a ton of spaghetti and pizza, and I was like, good one. Um, But it's to avoid that reflux, which, of course, is super valid and something that we're probably going to always have to do anyway, which is fine. But there is more than just avoiding a few foods or making sure we do introduce a few foods to our diet to take care of our voice. Our whole body is involved. And um, I've been talking with my old voice teacher about how this quarantine can be affecting people. And uh, I think something we are probably going to see from some of our singers is a loss of cardiovascular stamina which will affect their singing and um, especially their breath. So they'll tire out easily and not feel like they can sustain or um, maintain breath pressure which could be an interesting rebuilding time. So my concern and goal is to answer how can we help avoid having to go back to basic beginnings of building stamina when we do get to return to in-person choir because we're all going to want to jump right back into singing and then also while we're functioning virtually we want our singers to be healthy and singing healthily at home and if they um, aren't feeling good they also may not be inclined to, to do these virtual choirs because they come with their own amount of awkward anyway you know some of the kids don't feel comfortable singing in front of their families who are in the house when they're recording or the little ones whose parents are recording for them and like standing in front of them giving directions um I know if this happened when I was a young singer I would probably have just fallen apart as a human being I never sing in front of my parents until well I still don't um it's just it's just not something I enjoy doing um so I worry that we could be losing kids for that reason and because their physical bodies just aren't feeling it and so they're using that as a signal that like oh this is something I shouldn't be doing right now when it is because singing is so healing and our hearts and bodies and minds really need this right now and are going to continue to need it for forever but especially in the months and years to come as we continue to heal from all that is going on and has been going on So, how can we support our singers and help them to maintain this cardiovascular health that will help them to maintain um, good singing techniques? My voice students have all been asked to do different, like small athletic challenges. When I get on Zoom with them, some of my first questions are Have you been singing? What have you been singing? have you been moving your body? How have you been moving your body? So sometimes it's not even me like telling them to do something. It's just checking in and kind of planting that seed of, hey, make sure you're still moving your body because like it feels good and it's going to help you as a singer. And I am super blessed to have extremely dedicated voice students. And when I mention things like this to them, they're like, all right, what should I do? Um, So one of them who needs a little extra push on building her breathing muscles right now, she's having a lot of uh, middle schoolers, so she's just in a place where she's having some trouble uh, supporting her sound. And so she had a twice a day, once a day suggested twice a day plank challenge for the week. So I will find out on Monday if she did it. And I definitely uh, think she did because she's perfect. Um, where I've asked her to take like two or three minutes a day to hold a plank and do some shushing patterns. So she'll like hold a plank and go. Shh, 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 or shh, 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 all kinds of stuff like that and um so that is how she is working on her breathing muscles and that'll also help with that stamina because if you hold a plank for any amount of time and then try to talk you're going to feel it uh, it makes me sweat very fast and i get really giggly when my kids are like do it with this and i'm like oh no because Yeah, I'm really great at standing there and telling kids to do it. But my face turns blood red when I do it and I start sweating and it ain't cute. Um, So there's one little thing. And then my other students, one of them, one of them just had a uh, a medical thing happen. So she is being told to take it super easy. And we are only working in head voice because she loves to belt. And she has a really impressive belt for such a young child. Um, But, oh my gosh, my dog laid down and it was really cute. Good girl. Uh, But we are just working head voice right now to be gentle to her body. So I'm not asking her to move a lot. Um, But the other one will soon get some kind of movement challenge. And I may be doing the planks with her. And I may be asking her to do occasional, like, jumping jacks and plank situation. Because I think she needs a little more cardio stimulation to help her. Um, maintain a strong singing body. I think it's really cool to think of ourselves as choral athletes and to think about um, what we can do for this singing body that will positively affect our voice and then also positively affect our attitude and just general physical feeling (laughs) in life because I always feel better um, after I've moved my body some but sometimes I just don't have that motivation. But I love to sing, and I want to be able to sing well. It's something I really care about. So sometimes being able to attach my motivation for moving my body to my motivation to take care of my voice really helps me to just take care of myself as a whole person, which I think is really awesome. Motivation is a fun thing to figure out as a human being. Um, What was the other thing? Choral Um, The importance of choir going forward. Oh, teaching proper anatomy. I get so annoyed when I see people just teaching stuff that's not true. And I know a lot of times it's because that's how we were taught. um, But, you know, as we live in this age of hashtag false news and all this crap that gets put on the Internet that's just straight up not accurate, it is important that we kind of research. And I'm not a pro at this okay so if you see me posting something that's like straight up not true please call me out and let me know because I may just genuinely not know and I very much appreciate being corrected um proper anatomy I have tons of resources I'm happy to share if you're just not sure where to start um I have an anatomy coloring book and that has been one of the best things because it's fun and entertaining and pretty And I can also go through it and look for uh, beneficial things that I can use both in yoga and in choir. It is an accurate book. Um, I will also put a couple other book recommendations on my Instagram at KuroYoga that we can talk about and that I would highly, highly, highly suggest everyone to read because they're awesome. Um, Please teach proper anatomy. Please, please, please 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 thank you great uh the importance of choir going forward oh, well i think we all see it hey penny we know you're here and we're so glad um of course we want our kids singing because we love to sing and they love to sing that's a really important level of this just the fact that it's something that they enjoy is really important in this situation they need things that are fun that help them feel okay um, singing also heals the full body so there may be things that are going on in their body that they're not fully aware of um, places in their body that has held on to the different things they have felt and experienced over the last few months that they may have no idea about and sometimes singing is a really special thing that connects our minds our bodies and our spirit yes and can help those things move out of us I I can think of so many times where the words of the music didn't really make sense to my brain, but my body felt them and recognized them, and I'd just start to feel moved and not really fully understand why in the moment. Like, I can think right now there's a song in college that there was a certain line, and I would even try. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. Like, this is fine. I can get through it. I would just start sobbing every single time. Like, Kenny would just look at me and kind of smile and by the end of it just laugh a little bit because it was every single time and i just think and believe that there was something that happened in my life that my body had held on to that my conscious mind wasn't fully aware of and whatever it was that sentence that chord that movement helped me to move through that and That is why I think choir is such a healing experience. And sometimes we're not fully aware of it. We don't even have to know why. But we can just participate and allow our whole self to heal and feel a little bit better. My fall theme for my Charlotte choirs is healing through song. So I don't want to say rep yet because I haven't told my kids. But um, they will be singing a couple pop songs that are going to be super inspiring to them and really cute and hello bumblebee wow you're big and um, I think it's going to allow us some extremely meaningful conversations and also just allow them to loosen up a little bit move their bodies and enjoy what they're singing and not have to worry so much about how they're singing it but enjoy the singing experience of course we're going to talk about technique and I'm going to give them anatomy things and all that jazz um but once they do that they're just going to get to enjoy these songs that they may already have a little bit of familiarity with um which I'm hoping will motivate them especially if we have to do this virtually because some of them are like nah to the virtual thing so I am trying to kind of bribe them with songs that they might be more inclined to participate in and I'm okay with that choir has always been super important in my life I've been in choir since I was two and this is the longest stretch I've gone without being in a choir and it has been very confusing and difficult I very much crave to stand next to another human being and hear their voice I um have been talking to a friend we're gonna send recordings back and forth so that we can duet with each other (laughs) um because it's that moment of connection and being able to hear your voice and someone else's voice blend together. I just, I don't really understand fully yet what that's doing inside my body, but it is incredible. And as we have all lost time with others, returning to a choir is going to feel that much more necessary and important and really really important to be able to maintain some sense of community even if the singing aspect is not the same and that's some feedback I've gotten from parents in the choirs is they're like thanks for continuing to hang out with the kids like even just like the game nights have been so important for them and I'm like yeah me too like I'm at home alone too I want to I want to hang out with them too um I love them (laughs) but it's the connection part and we can't forget that uh, as much as singing is important to choir so is the community aspect it's not I'm not here to be a singer if I want to just be a singer I'd go join an opera company or something I like choir I like connecting with the people around me knowing their stories hanging out with them experiencing life with them and building a true community that will last forever I still talk to people from the choirs I was in as a kid you know my high school Chamber Choir. We all still joke about pranks we pulled on <laughs> on Jen every once in a while, and uh, we had a true community, and it meant a lot. So, if you want um, what I've done to preserve this community, or you just want to have a conversation about it, please reach out. I love talking about uh, community building and preserving. If you are a North Carolina human, NCACA is putting together some really awesome uh, mini sessions for conference uh, since the fall conference in person has been uh, changed, not canceled, changed. To over a few months doing shorter virtual sessions, and that's gonna have some really good stuff. So, if you're not an NCACA member, that doesn't even matter. You can join as a non member or you can become a member, which I suggest because it's awesome. And we're gonna have some really good clinicians there and some awesome sessions, including a session, an ending session with me talking about core yoga and mindfulness um, and all of those things as we function virtually so i hope that you are staying safe and healthy getting some movement into your body and taking time to enjoy the little bit of silence hopefully if you have kids i really hope you're also getting some silence right now too and just allowing yourself to be and enjoy this big shutdown that we're slow down let me say slow down not shut down that we are all getting to experience together there's a lot going on there are very obviously important movements black lives matter is going strong and i am so glad and so excited to see all of these changes that are already happening uh i live in charlotte and some pretty intense stuff has happened here and some I think good ground level changes have already been made and I'm super stoked to see what happens next. They painted an absolutely beautiful mural on one of the main streets in Uptown painted by local artists and oh my gosh, it is just incredible. It is packed. People are just standing along the road all day long to stare at it, which I think is awesome. It's really cool to see our community come together and um, really stoked to see all of these upcoming changes, I think. America is about to do it, and I'm ready for it. So stay safe, keep singing, and take time to breathe. I hope to see you soon back here on the podcast or over on my Instagram. Happy singing.